dead. Um, I want you to have your Bibles that stand and turn to the John, the 17th chapter. Now, I want to announce uh, uh, today, and I'll probably announce it again Wednesday night, that um, this coming Friday night I'll be preaching again on the virtual Baptist Virtual Bible Conference, and and I'm and Brother Samaru wants to run my message, my first message, on John 17, and he want to know if it's okay if he go ahead and announce it, and I said sure, and so he's going to run that first message this Friday night at seven o'clock on the Virtual Bible Conference. All right, uh, I hope all of you either listened or. I know some had some problems getting into it uh, this past Friday night, but I uh, hope and pray that you, it, it's on brother. If you if you don't have it and didn't get it, uh, it's on brother Samaru's Facebook page. It's what his watch party is, and so you can go in there and you can get it even now. Uh, the message, um, John 17. I'm only going to use one verse today. This is going to be the second sermon and the final message on John 17. I'm only going to use one verse, and that's verse 8. He says, For I have given unto them, now listen to these words, because that's what my message is wholly and completely about. Now, I have given unto them the words which thou gavest me, and they have received them, and and have known surely that I came out from thee, and they have believed that thou didst send me. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you again for this day. Thank you, Lord, for the blessings of it. Thank you for the time we have together. Lord, we pray for these that we mentioned in prayer. Pray for little Abram, Lord, uh, he's a blessed little boy. And we, 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 we don't like to see anybody sick. I don't want to see anybody sick, old or young. But I tell you, it's just terribly, uh, uh, bothers me terribly when one of the children are, are real sick, Lord. And I pray that you'll go with little Abram and, Lord, that you'll lift him up and, and go with Brandon and Jessica, Lord, as they watch out over him. Lord, we just pray thy blessings upon them. Lord, we pray for the family of Pat Prince. Lord, that you'll go with them as they uh, lay their loved one to rest. And, Lord, I just pray in all things that you might be honored and glorified today. I pray, Lord, that this message will be taken and this message will be used in the life of those that may be, uh, uh, may have, may be uh, having some problems as far as the world is concerned. I know uh, I heard on news that one of the, that this is, this is really taking its toll on people. And, and Lord, I just pray that you'll see fit. If there's anybody here today that's, uh, that, that, has a, that has a great problem, Lord, with what's going on in the world today, as, as I do. And, Lord, I pray that you'll strengthen them and lift them up. Thank you, Lord, for everything. We know, Lord, that you can heal this world just by just one word. But we also know, Lord, that you're only going to do it in your time. Now, Lord, go with us and take care of us. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. 
welcome you to live streaming from Landmark Baptist Church in Lyons, Georgia. Now last week, last Sunday morning, we preached the first message from the prayer of Jesus. <clears throat> from, I'm sorry, from the prayer of Jesus for his own. We ended that message with this statement. We parents and our children have no other choice but to follow the Lord for the rest of our lives. Now, if you read this and you study it, you will find out that that's a conclusion that all of this comes to, is that Jesus said that they will follow me, and they will follow me all the days of their lives. They will follow me. And I like what uh, I put in the... I put in the church bulletin this week the fatherhood of, of God and the very first statement that Charles Spurgeon made on that if, was he said that if I be a child of God, then God loves me. And I'm going to tell you here today, if you're a child of God, then God loves you. And, and he loves you dearly because you are one of his Children, And I pray the Lord will see fit to bless you in all these things. Now we want to begin this message. This is the second message from the 17th chapter of John that is Jesus' prayer. This is actually Jesus' prayer. Uh, the other that some people call the Lord's Prayer is not the Lord's Prayer. It's, it's a, in, instructions on how to pray. But this is actually the Lord's Prayer. This is the, the, the prayer that the Lord prayed. And, and, and here, so we want to begin this message with the thought concerning what Christ has given us to use to make it through this world. Now, all this, all this right here, you know, if, if, you, if you're stumbling in this world, then Jesus gave you everything right here in this verse that you will ever need to make it through this world. I, I know that's hard to, that's hard to think about because how many people tell you, you know, how many times do you hear? How many times on uh, Facebook and such and such you hear people talking about, you know, uh, God's going to take care of us. God's going to watch us through this world. Well, Jesus here is proof of that. He's, it's proof of what he has given us to make us through this world. And if you read this closely, as I, as I stumble through it because of my eyesight, but if you read this closely, you'll find that Jesus just said right out, For I have given unto them the words which thou gavest me. God, Jesus has given us every word in his ministry that God had given him. The three, it took him three and one-third years to preach and to teach the things that God had given him. Now he says, For I have given unto them the words which thou gavest me. Now Christ is not speaking about commands here. You know, we, we get so tied up in commands. As I said, uh, <clears throat> I believe maybe it's Wednesday night, I'm not sure. As I said Wednesday night, somebody many years ago went through the Bible and they came up with 5,003 commands that God gives in the Bible. And, and to say that we have kept all of them 
as some of those Jews did, some of those Pharisees, they, they stated they had kept all of them. It's, it's just a farce. There's no, there's no truth to it. Because first of all, we, none of us know what the 5,003 commands are until we start studying the Bible. But the Lord says, For I have given unto them the words which thou gavest me. Christ is not speaking about commands, but he is speaking about doctrines. God, the Lord, God the Father taught God the Son, and God the Father taught the Holy Spirit. And those are the words that all of them give. The, uh, uh, he gives them, as I, I've got a statement here in just a moment that I'll, I'll be making. These doctrines are neither the doctrines of men nor the doctrines of false teachers, but they are the doctrines of the Father which are all taught in the Bible. Every doctrine that the Lord wants me to teach and every doctrine that he, that he expects you to learn is in the Bible. It's already in the Bible. You don't have to go and make up any more. You don't have to go and pull the Scripture out of context and make up a different doctrine out of it. He did not say that. He did not tell that's why this is, that's why he's not speaking about commands. Because what people do is they go through the Bible, they'll find a command in there, and then they'll base their whole life and their whole service on that one command. You, you realize the people out there, folks, and I know some of you, uh, maybe, uh, think that I'm kind of crazy a little bit. Sometimes I think I'm crazy. I'm like Joe Biden. But sometimes I think I'm crazy. But I, I'm going to tell you, folks, uh, unless you think I'm crazy, every doctrine that you've ever been taught comes from the Bible. We, we do not teach the doctrines of men. Men have many, many doctrines. I, there's books. There's books out there on the doctrines of men, just bunches of them. I've got a, I've got a library of probably 2,000 books. And every book out there, some books are not written by very sound people, but they, they uh, at one time they had some value to me. But, um, but you know, there's many books out there about the truth and what the truth is. Truth is doctrine. And remember that truth is doctrine. As the Lord, as the Lord speaks of that, if, if you, if you heard my message on Friday night, you, you found out that there is no way that you can be out of the spirit and worship in truth. There's no way that you can, let me go further. There's no way that you can learn the truth except you've been made, you've been put in the spirit. There's no way you'll ever be put in the spirit unless the Lord saves you. As we said, as we said Friday night, on that message Friday night, you know, that uh, there's a lot of value in our life as being in the truth. I mean, in, in, the, in, in the spirit. And I ended that message Friday night with all the people. John was in the spirit when he wrote the book of Revelation. Paul was in the spirit when he came back with the 17th chapter of 1 Corinthians. Uh, uh, others were, uh, others have been in the spirit. 
and, when, and the many wonderful things that we learn because they were in the Spirit. But if we're going to learn those things, we're going to have to be in the Spirit too. Maybe you want to go listen to that. I don't know if you hadn't heard it. So you may want to go listen to that. <clears throat> Not the doctrines of men, but the doctrines of, of the Father which is taught in the Bible. Jesus knew the importance of the Word of God to us. I, I don't know. Maybe some of us don't don't see what the importance is of the Word of God to us. And, and, and we all we hear is what we hear here for about 30, 30 35 minutes here on Sunday morning. And, and uh, Wednesday, 30, 35, 40. There's no way. There's no way you can learn the truths of the Bible just by listening to the preacher preach because he can't. It takes, folks, let me tell you, I've been preaching these same truths for 53 years. And it takes that long, and I, I, I still haven't hit on all of them yet. Maybe, I, I may never be able to hit on all the truths of the Bible. But there's one thing for sure. God has put those truths in there for us. <clears throat> Jesus, as we said, Jesus knew the importance. It is a shame, but there are those today who get their teachings from false teachers and even false, quote-unquote, good friends. They get their teachings from that. If somebody says something out there, amen, amen, that's, that's right, that's right, brother, or that's right, sister, when it's not right, when it's not right, because overall, those people don't believe the truth as, as they should believe it. Let me tell you, the only place you're going to get the truth is in the Word of God. And the only place I'm going to preach the truth is out of the Word of God. And, it, and the way Jesus got the truth to us, he got it to us because he taught all the words that God gave him. And all that is taught in the Bible. As I have said before, there's a lot of times that a lot of people don't believe anything they hear in true worship. But you let them go outside and hear something and immediately they believe it. They just believe it because they hear it from people they respect. Just remember what Christ said. He said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son can do nothing of himself but what he seeth the Father do. For what, what things soever he doeth, these also doeth the Son. For the Father loveth the Son and showed him all things that himself doeth. John 5, 19 and 20. John 5, 19 and 20. He, he plainly says that. He says, I don't teach anything that the Father doesn't teach. And, and let, me, let me make this statement. God the Father teaches the truth. God the Son teaches the truth. And the Holy Spirit only leads in the truth. We find in the, I think, I think it's the 14th chapter of John, where the Holy Spirit says, I will lead you into all truth. Holy Spirit doesn't lead you into untruth. 
You might say, well, I got this out here. Uh, somebody said this and somebody said that. And some of these off uh, uh, editions of, of what's called the Bible, you know, some, some of them just destroy the truth that is taught in the King James Version. And they say the Spirit is leading them. Spirit does not lead in untruth. Spirit, you cannot get you cannot get up here, or you cannot get in a Sunday school class and teach untruth and tell someone that the Holy Spirit led you into that. I've heard it before. I'm on, I'm only preaching what I've heard. I've heard it before. I've heard untruth taught and, and a statement made that this is what the Holy Spirit taught me. Or as in one case I heard, this is what the Holy Spirit taught me last night. I don't know if it was in a dream. You know, you better be careful about trying to interpret dreams. Because you can't do that. You can't do that. Christ teaches, but the Comforter which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. Now, what, what, is, what does Jesus say to the church? In, in, the, uh, in the 28th, I believe it's the 28th verse, the book of Matthew, I can't remember the, book, the, the, the chapter, but it's the last chapter of the book of Matthew, Jesus said we're to make disciples. We're to baptism or baptize them. Then we're to teach them the all things that are taught in the Word of God. You know, you, you don't go out, come out of baptismal waters teaching untruth. You don't even come out of baptism waters believing untruth because you shouldn't have been in the baptism waters to start with. Let me tell you, folks, this is something else. <clears throat> Teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Bring all things to your remembrance. Christ gives to all of us who are saved the ability to teach those things. You say, well, I'm not able to teach those things just because... You're not studying them. You're not studying the words that the Lord gave to us. The words the Lord gave to us is right here in the scriptures. Right here, I'm looking right at the word of God right now. I believe it's, it, it's in the scriptures. Christ gives to all of us that are saved the ability to teach them. And the ability to defend them. The ability, let me say that again, the ability to defend these truths. When you, when you, when you hear somebody not preaching truth, God has given you the ability to defend those truths. Again, like old brother Jerry Gum says. I know some of you have probably 
heard of Jerry Gum on Facebook or something, but what old Brother Jerry Gum always said, Brother Jerry Gum said, I may not always know when it is, but I always know when it ain't. And that's the way we are if we've been taught the truths of the Bible. Either you didn't believe them, and, the, and we talk about that on Wednesday night, unbelievers. Either you didn't believe them, or you, you don't have the intestinal fortitude or the spiritual fortitude to defend them when somebody comes out with untruth. But I ask, are we? Are we doing these things? Are, are we defending? Are we defending these words that Jesus gives to us that came from the Father? Do we defend these words? Do we defend these verses that written here? I'm going to tell you, folks, John 17, you know, I could preach probably 10 or 12 messages on it, but John 17 has 26 verses. And all of them deal with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's what Jesus talks about in all of this. When one comes back to us, with Armenian teachings, are we defend the truth of sovereign grace? We all believe sovereign grace. We write about it in devotions. We, we, we listen to it. We read it. We, we say we love it, and we say amen to it. Sovereign grace. But what do we do when someone, when someone is bypassing sovereign, sovereign grace and telling a person they can be saved on their own? Or they can make a decision whether they want to be saved or not. You know, you, you, I heard the other day on TV somebody said, well, you got to seek God in order to find him. That's not what Scripture says. Scripture doesn't say that. I mean, we just let those things go by. You know, if we seek God, we'll find him. No, God seeks us, and he finds us. God has never been lost. Amen. Jesus has never been lost. People say, well, I found Jesus. He wasn't lost. And one man said one time, he said, I found Jesus. The other one said, well, what places did you look for him? Well, let me tell you, folks, this is where we are today. Christ is not just speaking about preachers and pastors, but he's speaking about all of the saved ones. You, me, and everybody that's saved. When he, when he says what he says there in John 8, he says, For I have given unto them, that is, those that are saved, the words which thou gavest me, and they have received them, and have known surely that I came out from thee, and they have believed that thou didst send me. But what did he tell his disciples? He said, the Father sent me, and now I send you. He told his church there, same way with, with your pastor. The G, Father sent Jesus 
and Jesus sent me. And God, God help me if I don't preach the truth to you. God have mercy on me if I don't preach the truth to you. Here's something coming from the Old Testament concerning this same thing. Let me read it to you. I will raise them up a prophet from among the brethren, like unto thee, and will put words into his mouth, and he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall not hearken unto my words which he shall speak in my name, I will require it of him. That's found in Deuteronomy 18, 18, 19. He says, I will require it of them if they don't hearken to the words that they hear. That's in the Old Testament. That came from Jehovah God, straight from Jehovah God. He said, I'm going to send him a prophet. He's talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, I'm going to send him a prophet. And he said, and it shall come to pass that whosoever shall not hearken unto my words, which he shall speak in my name, I will require it of him. Now, we, we've got to believe, folks. We have to believe that this prayer that Jesus prayed in the 17th chapter it's all about the saved. It's all about those that the Father gave him. They're the ones. They're the ones that learn the truth. And they're the ones that shares the truth with others. I don't like that word share, but, but they're the ones that gives the truth to others. Give the truth to others. Well... If that, that is not enough for any to listen to the truth of his word and heed them, then that person lacks something down in the soul. That's not enough. If this message here today is not enough to convince you that you must learn the truths of the word because they've been preached to you. Jesus have preached them to you here in the 17th chapter he, in his prayer. He gave those words to you, and he gave them to all of his children. And he says, and he says there, he says, he says, and they received them and have known surely that I came out from thee, and they have believed, not unbelievers, they have believed that thou didst send me. Doctrine. What about the doctrines of the church? What about the doctrines of the church? Paul wrote 13 books of the New Testament. He wrote 14, but one of them was, uh, was, was the book of, of Hebrews. He wrote 13 books of the New Testament, and he dealt with church truth. Just like you are today, he dealt with church truth in those 13 books. 13 books of the New Testament. Then some people can say, well, church truth is not that important. 
Paul dealt with all of those truths concerning the church. And, and Paul even states he only teaches what Christ had taught him. So when he teaches about woman's head covering, he's teaching what Christ had taught him. When he's teaching about church attendance and being in church and being faithful in the Lord's house, he's only teaching what Jesus had taught him. Those are all doctrines. As I told you folks in Sunday school, which we hopefully maybe someday we'll get back to having Sunday school. But as I told you all in Sunday school, there's hundreds of doctrines in the Word of God. I've just hit on about three or four of them, five, four or five of them so far in Sunday school. There's hundreds of them, of doctrines in the Bible. The Bible says in one place when Jesus spoke, he spoke doctrines. And what did the people say? When, G, when, the, when, when the Bible says that Jesus spoke doctrines to the people, what did, what, did, what did the people say? They said he has a devil. Even one time they accused him of being Beelzebub, which was the unpardonable sin. Some people might, might want to know, well, what's the unpardonable sin? Well, when you attribute to the devil some things that Jesus said, or you attribute the devil's words more important than the words that Jesus said, then you committed the unpardonable sin. If you're saved today, trusting the Lord, following the Lord, what he's doing, it's impossible for you to commit the unpardonable sin. That's what Jesus told those Pharisees in the 12th chapter book of Matthew. He told those Pharisees, the Bible says he already knew what was in their heart. And when they accused him of being Beelzebub, <laughs> that is the the king of devils, the leader of devils, they accused him of being Beelzebub. That's when Jesus said that their house was so divided that they did not know what to do. God help us. The church doesn't get divided. I don't want Landmark Baptist Church to get divided on these things. I've had to quiet down things before that has been said here that wasn't the truth. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to still do it if I hear them. God, God forbid that the Lord's church would ever divide itself because of the truth of the word. We only have one truth. And that's what's taught in the Bible. You don't have many truths. As I had a man tell me several years ago, he said, well, you know, there's a lot of truths in the Bible. I said, there's a lot of doctrine of truths in the Bible. But I said, there's only one basic truth in the Bible. He said, oh, no. He said, there's more than that. He said, I can show you things in the Bible that, that it just flat just uh, uh, goes against itself. I said, you can't do it. He said, well, why can't I do it? I said, because I'm going to show you where you're wrong. Every time you do it, I'm going to show you where you're wrong.
May God give every one of us the ability to know the truth and to follow the truth. That's important. The Bible says it be it, you better if you didn't know the truth and then not follow it. You know what's going to happen to you? If you know the truth and you don't follow it, you're going to die and go to hell. And that's simple. That's just as simple. That's what Paul was talking about there. When Paul said it is better that you don't know the truth and after you learn it, then you don't follow it. What happens is because you're going to die and go to hell. What was it Paul told the Thessalonican people? Paul said the reason people, and I'm just paraphrasing this, the reason that people go to hell today is because they won't believe the truth of the Bible. A lot to think about. That's a lot to think about. I knew when I... When I chose this verse here, when God, Lord, led me to this one verse here, I was planning on preaching on the last part of the chapter this Sunday. But when the Lord led me to that one verse there, I realized then, I said, there's a lot there that we have to take heed to. Because he said, he said, I, 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 Father, you gave me the words. I gave it to them, and they believed them, and they followed me. They believe them and they follow me. May the Lord bless you. And I'm thankful that you came today. And all of you that listened, I haven't seen anybody make a, uh, anything on here yet. But, but if, if you're following on, on uh, live streaming, then I pray the Lord will bless you too. Thank you for everything. Let's be dismissed in prayer. And I'm going to ask, uh, let me see, who do 